Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. New York. Unique New York. Give us like a like a vocal range one. Yeah. My M and M's. <laughs> Mommy made me mash my M and M's. Mommy, why did you make me mash my M and M's? What's up, you guys? What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Theory Pre Med. <laughs> we just did some vocal warm ups, so we're really warmed up for you guys. <laughs> but um, Theory Pre Med is a podcast following the journey of three students, Mo, Todd, and Nathan. We talk about our path and experiences as we bring in guests who will connect pre-meds throughout the world. And always, thank you to Chapman Radio for help having a space for us to record today. So, how... We- <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Mo we learned to sing. Mo no, he didn't. Sing. No, he didn't. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> all right, you know what? First, first this, is a little, this is a little random, but I, I just want to do this. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to go... Let's do like as fast as we can. We're gonna do. There's this game in the in the radio station, and um, basically it just has questions for us to ask. So I'm gonna pick three randomly, and then we're just gonna answer them. But it's gonna be like give give one to each one of us, and then the other two answer it. Okay, okay, good idea, good idea. Let me shuffle. Let me shuffle, and then uh, and then I'll distribute. A one shuffling skills right there. I'm really (laughs) bad at it. All right, draw one. Just one. Bro, why don't you just take off the top? I shuffled it. I didn't take off the top. All right. So, uh, Mo, go first. <laughs> go. Todd, here you go. You, you don't like that one? <laughs> <laughs> I can go first while you guys pick another card. <laughs> if, if some of them are maybe inappropriate. inappropriate. If it's too inappropriate, well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. How's that one? So, mine is, what would be the best food to deep fry and serve with a side of fries? Um, I would say chicken tenders. Of course, bro. Okay, well, that's already deep. Like that's that's already deep fried. Pick you have something to be creative, like, bro. Yeah, you, no, deep. no, no. It's not already. Okay, okay, fine. Frozen, chi- uh, frozen chicken tenders. Just deep fry that with fries. And the reason I say this is because I worked in the snack bar of a country club over one summer, and wow. that's what I did every single day: deep fries, chicken tenders, and fries. And I started loving for some reason chicken tenders and fries. So did, now did your face I get like oil, get oil, all oily after like your shift? Um, I think that's sometimes, what sucks about, like, yeah, sometimes food. it does suck because yeah. the room was really small yeah. and the grill, like you know, um, and I was frying like a lot of fries and <laughs> and um, chicken cool. tenders, but that's what my answer. All right, what would yours be? Um, what was the question? I, I just like what's the best thing to like? What would be the best thing to deep fry? The best thing to deep fry mm-hmm. Oreos, hundred <laughs> percent. Have you ever had deep fried Oreos with yeah. the side so of fries? I, I, with the side of fries, because they, they have the them with the milkshake. They have them at the with Orange the County Fair. No, I I learned how to make them over the summer. I have to bring some one day. Like maybe sure. if we ever record on a weekend, I'll make some. They're super easy to make. They're so good with ice cream on the side. Amazing, bro. Like you cool. just, you put it in the fryer, the air fryer. I've never had deep fried Oreos. Okay, they're really good. Cool. So I I would actually, I mean I know that this is a thing. I mean like there's like fried steak. I know like that's like a thing. No, I don't. I, I've no. never tried it, but I'm no. a little curious. About it. <laughs> no, I'm just no, curious. No. I'm just curious. Imagine getting like a nice hundred dollar um, wagyu. No, yeah, the only like, way no, to I'm do not that. Okay, I'm not gonna deep fry that. <laughs> no, it would have to be like little sliders, like cutlets. Like yeah. cutlets yeah. would be really good yeah, deep yeah, fried. Yeah. Like that's that's the, um, the good stuff. Other than that, I think I think breading. some sort of seafood. Although I know that there's some there's a lot of deep fried seafood anyways, but I'll just say that for mine. Okay, Mo, um, oh, your turn. 
All right, so my card says, choose which animal you would ride into battle. I had the perfect answer for this, and I've learned the hard way. Easily a chicken because of Minecraft, you know, like the zombie <laughs> chicken guys. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they're so hard to, like, kill. And, I mean, it's it's a win. Yeah, you know? okay. Automatic it's a win. win. Wait, can okay. I choose? Sure. Choose which animal you would ride into battle. Okay. What would you pick? Elephants, bro. Elephants? They used oh. to do that in, like, a... The ancient times, and, and I feel like in the Middle East some, uh, somewhere, I remember reading in history books that they would ride elephants into battle, yeah. which sounds epic, man. They, like, that just sounds awesome. Yeah, there was also a part in uh, The Greatest Showman when P.T. Barnum That's was right. on an elephant. Okay, yeah, I remember that. How would yeah. you, like, fight people because you're going to be so high up? Well, the elephant the can elephants just fight for would you. fight. Elephants? They oh, trained them. Yeah. Elephants can grab tortilla chips with just their their snouts and like not break them. That's, that's insane. Like that's they have that's why they have like a bigger cerebellum. That's why I learned this week. First day of school, guys. Well, <laughs> first week is cool. Either um, that or a Velociraptor, bro. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I would want to <laughs> do like a like a cheetah. I mean, you can't go yeah. wrong with it. Like it goes super fast. You know. I mean, Imagine like, launched off of one. <laughs> isn't it like a thing though, where like cheetahs, if they run super fast for a long time, their heart can explode. Just because of like how how fast it would have to be because of like how fast. Really? I don't know. Maybe imagine just running on your cheetah in battle <laughs> and you know you're. Just <laughs> 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 that, was, that was pretty good. That's. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have an oil change. <laughs> uh, wow. Anyways, so <laughs> just fly right off. We uh, when we went to the San Diego Zoo, there was an exhibit. I told you, uh, there's an exhibit where you can watch like the cheetah run, and it's so insane. Uh, we, we didn't see it the last time we went tr for Tri-Beta, but um, when I was little, I, mm. I went and saw the cheetah run. It was insane. Yeah. Okay, so mine, uh, if you could ask your pet one question, and I don't think Mo has any pets, but if you did have a pet um, and you could ask it a question, what would it be? Hmm. That is a really tough one. Wow, it's actually a really good question. Yeah. Because I, I used to have a couple of dogs, and I had a bird, I had a turtle, I had a bunny. All right. <laughs> Nathan, do you have, an, do you have a question? I'm wow. Honestly, it. that's such a deep question because, like, I've I've had my dog Scamp for so many years. What's his name? Scamp. It's a, it's a she. Uh, she's a chocolate lab. Uh, and my sister Emma asked for her for kin uh, in kindergarten, mm. asked for a dog for Christmas. and uh, And she lived all the way up until Emma left for college the other day. She's really old, but um, I don't know what I would ask her. I, I guess, like... Am I good-looking? Yeah, no. Whoa. <laughs> 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 uh, man, it's it's a very deep question. I would like to know what the audience thinks on this one, to be honest. Like, Can animals communicate? Nathan, pawning the question off to the audience. I honestly... Taking the easy so way deep. out. It's very easy way yeah, out, I don't know. but I just couldn't... I couldn't figure out something on the spot to ask. Like, if you only get one question, like, I've had this dog for 12, 13 years, you know, I have to think of something, like, really <laughs> perfect. Okay. What's, I, what's I was... the biggest secret in this household? Yeah. <laughs> they would That's know. That's a good one. I would say, I, I was just going to ask, like, Maybe. like, I don't know, do you like the name that we gave you? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, no, like, I was honestly not thinking about, too hard about, about it. This is supposed to be, like, like lightning around. Something like, what are your thoughts about like something like it, yeah, yeah like try what to get into the their brain a little bit like how, they're what? like humanity sucks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me out no they're but like, like i want to go home but it was like if it was like um i don't like the name you gave me it's like too bad yeah <laughs> yeah you had it for the past 12 years i wasn't <laughs> thinking so hard about it <laughs> my dog loves her name scamp 
Cool. Well, Moe, did you have an answer or did you just want to pass? Um, I think it was, what, what did I say? Oh, what's what's the biggest secret? secret Am I handsome? Right. Because, Is that what you said? You no, know, if, th- if you think about it, like when you're petting like your oh, dog and secret. stuff, sometimes like people talk to them. Yeah. True. You might say true, some true. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. I would want to get into the brain of the animal, figure out what they're thinking. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but you know All what right. else is great? Your water bottle? No, no, no. Oh, you know, that is so true. But you know what would have even been better in my water bottle? A soft drink? A soft drink. All right. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to explain the situation? Uh, Here, let's, I hear, could. let's hear Nathan's side of this. All right, all right. So we went to Wendy's <laughs> just before we came here today to record a theory pre-med. Uh, and... <laughs> Todd wanted to get this thing called, like, what is it, the, the Big Five? It's the $5 Biggie Box. The Come on, man. The $5 Biggie, box, biggie box. It was so good. It comes it with was. a it comes with a drink, and it is really good. And these two, before before I ordered, they ordered to uh, to have their drink substitute with a small Frosty. But the, the checker lady gave them both a Frosty and a cup to, to get a soft drink. And so I Wait, just... Wait, Nathan. Yeah? Did you also order a soft drink with that no no he he's he changes for a water cup that's what he said (laughs) oh 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 oh. well anyways so they substituted their thing but she gave them a cup anyway and i just didn't get the connection or something and so i asked i i asked mo if he ordered a drink on the side (laughs) along with the soft drink and then the checker lady realized her mistake and she took away mo and todd's free drinks that she gave them (laughs) it was a big you could have gotten a free drink too i could have gotten one too nathan just had to expose us i i exposed them for uh you know for taking a drink yeah it's okay she gave them we'll live we'll live well anyways so a couple stories um first mo hydro flask so I have this beautiful hydro flask, or was once beautiful. Um, <laughs> so I, I drew this beautiful human like figure on it, oh right? Oh my! It's ske- like muscular skeletal figure, and it looked great. It was very colorful, abstract. It was pretty good at first. It was pretty. It cool. was amazing, and then I got a little too artsy with it. Started putting <laughs> things around it, and it now looks like a, a first grader's art project. Yeah. Well, a first grader is a little far. You can wash it off, though, yeah? I don't know if I'd go as far as say first grader. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's still definitely better than anything I could do in terms of art. Seriously? Let me look at but it. But... Oh, God. Because, no, okay, like, right I now, guess the it, muscle honestly, definition is not it's that bad. not bad. Uh, and for those who can't see, basically what it is, it's like, a, it's like the for muscles of a person. For those who can't see? Yeah. Nobody yeah, can our, see. Yeah, I know. For those who can't <laughs> see it, basically, like, it's a muscular, like, it's a muscle person person's muscles i guess a person with no skin and then there's like a bunch of like dots around it yeah which kind of made it not look as good but he <laughs> showed me a picture of it at first and it was like the body but then it was like pretty cool and abstract like there were a bunch of different colors it wasn't just kind of like brown and black like it is now see i tried scrubbing it off oh yeah that way all the cool colors from the yeah. the, the, the oh, body came off oh and then only the black white and red stayed yeah exactly right. so <laughs> then it kind of like messed up but it looked really cool at first but now it's it's, it's, it's something I, different. It's something it's different. Now. So why did you uh, get a new hydro flask? What was wrong? your old one was so special? It right? was it was small. That oh, was it was just small. Okay. okay. Whenever I'd go to the gym, I'd literally drink all that water in like thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah. Mine, yeah. I need to get one because mine's yeah. pretty. But I got did you have free. one? Did you have one bigger than mine? You know, it was like the same size, right? Or maybe taller? A little taller. Yeah. Yeah. You got it for free? Yeah. Um, my brother just got an extra one. And then cool. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So that's that. The next thing. These are a little quick. We're going by a little fast right now, but um, next thing was yesterday I had my uh, 
my interview for the uh, <laughs> yeah the assistant director position of departments for uh, Cope, and uh, <clears throat> I had the current like executive team interview me, uh, which includes Mo and a few other people, and also Ethan, who uh, has been a guest on this podcast. But Mo, do you want to explain kind of the what happened? Um. So. First, Ethan sounded like he was underwater. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was the first thing. Like, like Ethan started asking me questions, and I couldn't hear him at all. And I was like, um, oh, sorry, could you repeat that, please? Yeah, the, be- like, the best one was uh... Ethan asked, like, a really long question, and then and Todd goes, this was Todd's answer, yes. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a yes or no question. I was like... <laughs> and I didn't want to be. You didn't want to elaborate at all. There was no elaboration. It was what just, was it? it, it was, was it like, are you comfortable like uh, with telling other people or like like people who just, like aren't completing their jobs efficiently or effectively, like to tell them that basically they're not doing a good job? And I was like, yeah. And I've done something like that before, where well, like, I had to do the situation. It was a, it was a blah, yes or blah, no blah, question. Blah, blah. Like, it, it wasn't like a have you ever been in a situation. It's like a will you like like is this something that you're comfortable with? And so I was like, yes. Okay. That's what I, I don't know. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, we had fun with it. Like, our program manager was there, too. Um, I ended up, like, taking over the interview just because of Ethan's mic. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I made a... So, Wait, so, so was so he like, supposed to ask all the questions? Well, I was kind of, like, I was I was in bed when I was interviewing you, I'll oh. be honest. Because <laughs> I, was, I was expecting Ethan to just do everything for that interview. Because typically, like, he's the one that scribes. So, I was like, oh, like, I'll just... And like, I'm the one that usually speaks. So I was like, oh, let him do it. So then, um, and I feel like when Ethan asks questions, he's very like monotone with it. Like he has like no, <laughs> but like, I, I actually enjoy interviewing because like I'll ask the question and you'll have an answer and like I'll like have a conversation with you as I go through the, the interview. I don't know if you noticed. Um, oh, you didn't really. I mean like what you did was like, you, I would you elaborate asked me on your answers. Oh, you would? I feel like what you, you said was like, I'm I'm looking I'm very looking forward to working with you, Todd. Here's your <laughs> next question. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I'd be like, oh, those are like some great ideas, and I look forward to seeing it when I work with you. Like, and I just move on to ne- instead of going like, okay, thank you for your answer. Next oh question. yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about like, like building on like the. Anyways, yeah. okay, sure. Anyways, no, that's, so, yeah, that's describe good. the questions that you asked. I'm trying to find them. So I I asked. I remember questions. them. If you just want me to say them. Just say them. Basically, the first one was like, if you had a penny and you had to find the height of the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> oh my, like, how would Mo you do it? Bruh. And Todd sat there and like started looking up different numbers and like, I just, yeah, you know, I literally calculated it out because I was like, well, I mean, if he's going to do this, I'm just going to answer the question seriously. Put him end to no, end. No, but like, I wanted to know how you were thinking through it. You just like, Diameter. instead, you just were like, so this is how long, this is that. And like, you would give me a number. I wanted to know. Because that's, that's how I think, though. If I, I have a task, I'm gonna, I, like, I'll solve it like logically, I guess. I don't know. That's and exactly then, how I would do it, too. I don't think there's any other way to answer that question. And then yesterday... Yeah, I'll throw the penny. <laughs> yeah, what? There's <laughs> no other way. The <laughs> yesterday, um, we, or I don't know what I'm saying yesterday, uh, but also on top of another question was how many <laughs> <Yes>. scholars <laughs> How many scholars can you fit in a car? Oh, and yeah. Then, um, oh, my gosh. Ignoring any safety laws or um, comfort. And we found out that Todd was a gentleman. And he, he said if it was a sedan... You'd only yeah. fit five. No, my yeah, my exact answer was like, well, you know, I'm a man of the law. You know, I, I follow rules. So if I'm thinking about this, you know, if we had a four door sedan, I'd say five people because you know, I, even if the laws didn't apply, I'd still want to you know follow them. 
just to oh. just to tell you how much of a joke that interview kind of was, <laughs> your interview application is in the trash right now. Hey, that's mean. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of like a formality thing. Yeah, because I mean, like those, like he, uh, he was probably the most qualified out of all the like probably. Oh, and then, come on, man. Um, what is it called? And no one else was applying for that position, so we just had fun with it. It was just Aww. bringing everyone together. It was a good like, icebreaker cool. type thing. Yeah, it was like our... Uh, Initi- initiation. Yeah. There you go. Orientation. And then we, we finished it off with what is our director of department's favorite flower. And did, did, did Was there an answer written down or no? No. Oh. We, I didn't even know the answer to that one. But like Man. the two out of the fl- all the flowers, I thought you'd like pick something very unique. At the moment, I couldn't think of anything else besides like... T- Todd went for yeah, those two. I was like sunflower, like interesting. <laughs> I would I would have said that one. Chrysanthemum. Um, wait, who are you saying? Whose favorite flower? I feel our, like it'd be Jasmine. Our director of department. Arlene's would be oh. Jasmine. Interesting, yeah. interesting. All right. Well, those are like the two sort of story things. Nathan, do you have any like stories from the from this past week? Um, I guess I'll uh, I'll think about it throughout um, whatever we do next. Okay. So this was a big week for us, uh, as you guys start a school. Probably know, yeah. Everyone's probably in the same boat as us, but it was our first week of school, and we're already regretting it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, no, it's um, it's been a very like hefty week. I think. Yeah, this week has been. It was like ten times more busy than I thought it was gonna be. Hundred percent. I yeah. got out the first week. It was gonna be okay. I'm like, it's gonna get settled into it, but then no, it's like boom, meeting, boom, meeting, like, lots of meetings, like blah, 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 all this stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, and then um, there was so much this week, and then class content too was also oh my a lot. Gosh. No, and yeah. to be honest, like coming into this week, I didn't think SIing um, would take up so much time, but just making the worksheet alone and like making oh that circuit, that's my story, yeah. and <laughs> and like changing up the questions like for lecture because we were behind a lecture. Um, that took up a lot of time. I think mm-hmm. just the worksheet alone was like four hours, um, and it was it was the days that like were the busiest. I had to make the worksheet too, so it just all piled on. Um, yeah, it was, and then even the SI session, I, I was expecting it to last for like an hour. It went to two and a, two hours, um, and just a, a lot of meetings and yeah. a lot a lot of meetings. Yeah. And it doesn't so. help that it's super hot too. <laughs> yeah. yeah but basically you know the, the biggest thing for us right now and like the thing that i think we just want to talk the most about or just that we will talk about right now is just biochemistry yeah uh, so it's basically like you know this is the year that we're taking biochemistry in preparation for like the mcat and what we're finding is that for this first week <laughs> it's a lot more difficult than we thought it would be yeah even oh like gosh everything it's just seems so rapid and we're yeah and we're like just really we're really scared right now all of us are in a little bit of a stress state so if you can kind of tell then sorry (laughs) but yeah i don't know what are you guys' thoughts right now like like i mean every single semester you hear like this class is difficult this class is difficult right but i like in the past two years i felt like coming into it it's always been like okay if you stay on top of it you do what you're supposed to do right like you could manage but with biochem you come in the first two review like sections or two chapters, or yeah, t- around no. uh, about like chapter and a half, is basically just review of everything you've learned in bio and chemistry. Bio, yeah, it's been like, yep. okay. ev- like general biology one and two, general chemistry one and two, and ochem. Ochem, all in like, all in like basically like, one chapter. Yeah, and so imagine learning all that in just like one lecture class. Yeah, I mean it's like it's the same stuff that we've learned before, but the fact that it's in a new context. 
and it's all being combined is what makes it hard. Like, obviously, because like, we've learned it before and we've learned it well. But uh-huh. it's just, yeah, the fact that we're thinking about in these new contexts and how everything's intertwining, it's just like... And, and like, just to put it into perspective, like, I remember our first um, lecture, we had, I think, on the board, like, 54 slides. And the lecture period is 50 minutes. Yeah. So that's, like, literally less than a minute per yeah. slide. And we didn't start until 10 minutes into lecture. Yeah. So, yeah, I bet if anyone if anyone in medical school is, like, listening to us right now, they're probably just laughing. laughing they're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> these guys don't know what they're talking yeah. about. <laughs> but, like, for us, honestly, right now, it low-key kind of feels like we're drinking water out of a fire hose. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pre-meds who are listening to us will probably be terrified as well. So hopefully... Yeah, you yeah. know, we the class slows down a little bit. You know, we we get a grasp on things. But, yeah, right now it's a sprint. It's I, a sprint. Yeah, I really feel like, I mean, to be honest, a lot of times this is how things go, at least for me, where it's like I'll be, like, kind of panicked as we're kind of, like, we're getting. Physics. Yeah, like we, it's getting, like, the same thing every single time where we're, like, panic, panic, panic. But then, like, we kind of get through it and we're like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. And, you know, it's, it, it happens every single class. So hopefully, hopefully this will be all right. Hopefully. But I, th- I think a lot of the stress, too, comes from, like, not knowing what type of stuff, like, you should expect on the quiz and, like, the tests. Because you're learning all this information, all these details, and obviously you need to know a lot of it, but you don't know which part of a lot of it you need to yeah. know. <laughs> and, yeah, so. we'll, we'll figure it all out. Like, we'll be... Hopefully. Yeah, I, I think we'll be fine, though. I think we're, we're in good hands. Yeah, that's fine. what she said yeah. in the first day. She was like, you might learn, like... 300 concepts and then there's only 10 questions on the test and it's like you just have to learn everything to be prepared for everything so um yeah it's crazy and uh i'm trying to get a jump start in the class but wow it's a lot so we'll see how it goes so i think one more thing is we went to a chapman radio meeting and we actually have some exciting news so we had this 360 camera in the in the in the studio, and Nathan, I'm not sure if Todd has told you about this yet, but um, we're gonna start using it, and then it's going to record the entire studio. Um, so if you guys sit on that side and I sit on this side, we could actually create like a two-sided video, yeah, um, and we'll be able to post it on TikTok. So now you guys, oh, um, so soon, okay. hopefully in the next three weeks, um, we'll be we'll have that up and running on our TikTok. All our episodes, we'll be posting little. Uh, visual clips of our, our, our conversations and things like that. Uh, and I think it'll be very inter- entertaining, hopefully. Cool. I was a little confused because we've had that 360-degree camera for so long. No, but, but the thing is, we were under the impression that it records 360. Like, but you're like, you're like one of those 360 videos. Yeah, but I showed it, you all the options the, that it can do. You remember? No, no, but we, didn't, we never knew that it could record like half-half. So you could make it do that side by itself and this side by itself and it records them on top of each other yeah i know it does i knew that before and it's really bad quality so i'm not sure it's well we'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out, out. we'll yeah. figure it out oh uh, sorry to interrupt do you guys <laughs> do either of you have a laptop charger yeah my yeah. laptop died <laughs> sorry <laughs> <One second. laughs> um but basically yeah so one thing that we want to talk about today um with the first week of school is basically just getting acclimated to, you know, like a new year or a new environment, especially for those who are coming from high school and are just starting college, you know? So why don't we talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen this a lot with, especially like freshmen coming in from high school and even like just coming back from the p- pandemic where everyone was on Zoom and things like that. Um, I think more than ever, it's it's been very difficult for people to come in to a completely new environment where they don't know that many people. 
um, I mean, you're going from a school that has maybe 800 students, right, to a school that has 8,000 or possibly even more in, in, in the tens of thousands, right? Um, and I think it's very easy to be afraid and to be anxious and just scared um, and really not know how to start a conversation or start um, an introduction with someone, right? And I think this is what we wanted to really focus on this episode, talk about how we've kind of overcome that. And I think this is something that's very important, not only when you first come into college, but every single semester as you enter new classes, as you, for example, like go into new GE courses, right? Where it's not just your major that's in it that you're, you're used to, but it's completely new people. For example, like I'm taking the anthropology class this semester and we have people from the business school, people from the like from psychology, people from sociology. There's just a very wide um, range of people in there and a lot of them I've never seen, right? So, and I, I think it's it's really important to touch up on this topic and just figure out how you could just put yourself out there, get to know people and feel comfortable and, and in a completely new environment. Yeah. I would say, if you do, I would say if you do want to like um, meet some people in your class, it's a good idea to maybe get there early or stay a little bit later after class if you have the time, and just uh, and just introduce yourself with some casual conversations. What's your major? You know, uh, what's your year, etc. Um, that kind of stuff goes a long way. And if you're still having trouble, if you're a freshman here at Chapman, you can always. Uh, you know, come to us. I mean, we're Mo Todd and Nathan of Theory Pre-Med. <laughs> yeah, we're around. And um, if you need any advice, need, uh, need any help uh, finding a class or something, or you just need somebody to talk to, uh, us three, I'm sure, will be more than happy to show you around or, or uh, help you out with something. Yeah. So. so this was Mo's idea to talk about. Um, so I was wondering if you just had, like, any general tips for people who are feeling like, you know, having trouble fitting in or anything like that. Um, I could actually start from like a Zoom perspective. Yeah. Um, so I remember when I first got into college, uh, you go into this lecture, 40, 50 people for our, our smart classes here at Chapman. And the first thing you notice is black boxes and a teacher awkwardly sitting there. Um, and something I did was turn on my camera, change my background into a movie every single day. And I think that was something that like when I came back um, onto campus, a lot of people were like, oh, like you're that background guy. Like, and it just kind of like doing things that you enjoy and that will kind of um, make you very interesting in a way where people yeah. want to latch on and ask you questions, right? Um, and I think just being very engaging, it makes, you, makes other people feel, it makes you feel more welcoming. Um, so other people will just approach you, talk to you. Um, that's what I found very helpful. But another thing too is, if you really think about it, everyone is coming into this environment, right? Feeling scared. So you're not, you're typically not the only one, right? So kind of breaking that barrier and being the first one to ask that question, hey, my name is Mo, what is your name? Yeah. And just building on and be like, hey, like, wh why are you taking this class? I mean, in Gen Chem, right? I've met like some of the students I'm assigning for, um, they're computer science majors. I would have never expected them to be in a chemistry class, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's just a conversation builder. You could start asking, like, hey, like, what, as a computer science major, why are you taking, a gen like, a chemistry class, you know? That's, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, and that just, I'm sure that just leads into so many different possible conversations. Yeah, and you know what, building off of that, actually, like, we say that, you know, it's probably hard to make friends as a freshman, but actually it, it's really easy be when you consider that everybody is trying to make friends at the same time. 
and everybody's trying to get connections and talk to each other, that's the easiest time to make friends if you're, if you go around, you know, trying to talk to people. Um, I mean, I'd say like it's harder for upperclassmen to make friends because, you know, uh, you're not in the same grade level. And uh, well, while you're more comfortable on the campus, uh, not everybody's like walking around trying with, with their eyes wide open trying to search for friends, you know. Uh, so I would say, you know, just assume that everybody is in the same boat as you. And uh, when you when you introduce yourself to people, you know, they want to be your friend, too. So I would keep that in mind. And another thing I want to touch up on, it's uh, I feel like in high school, especially, there's definitely that like upperclassmen, lowerclassmen division. But at least in college, um, in my experience, I've never felt that way. I felt that because you might be taking a general chemistry class and there could be a senior in there. Um, and you're, you could be a freshman, and I could be a, a junior in a freshman class, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just everyone has their own schedules, and I just feel like everyone is on the same level, no matter what, like, uh, and everyone has different experiences. And in fact, um, I've become friends with a lot of the upperclassmen at our school. We and are the upperclassmen now. Yeah, now that's we like, are. That's true, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so crazy. I mean, like, my freshman yeah, year, sophomore yeah, yeah. year, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, my friends were juniors, seniors, and I felt like that's that actually helped me in meeting more people because they already know people, right? Mm -hmm. And people know them. So when you start hanging out with them, when you start talking to them, they introduce you to other people. Um, so I feel like you kind of like mentally need to prepare yourself for that and remove that intimidation barrier and just kind of go in and be like, hey, this is just another human. This is another student who's trying to meet people as well. I mean, that's I feel like that's college. Like you want to make those connections because you never know what you might need help with. And those people that you meet are going to be the key to that. Yeah, I, 100%. I definitely think like in college, even if it, it doesn't it probably doesn't seem all the time like people, you know, people want to meet people, but it really kind of is that way. Like that's I've really found that everyone's, you know, at a new start. Everyone's looking or at least most people, vast majority of people are looking for friends, looking to meet people. Um, and I think just being just not being afraid of putting yourself out there a little bit, just talking to people um, and and, you know, just getting to know them because you never know what's going to happen. Like, you're never going to know, like, okay, maybe talk to this person and you don't really feel like, you know, you're, you're going to be close friends. That's okay. But it, you never know if, if you talk to someone and you're going to become, like, super, super close friends. Like, I didn't know that this other weird guy in my general chemistry laboratory <laughs> would be the guy who would, uh, you know, we'd, I'd be in a podcast with, uh, a, you know, on top of so many other things, like, three years down the line. Yeah, same, 100% same. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, just, just talk to people. In yeah. a way... Sometimes, you know, you might not feel like it. You don't have to, but just, you know, sometimes if you're bored, just talk to the guy sitting next to you in class or something. Similar know? point. Um, people who are at small schools like Chapman, they you will see the same people in your classes throughout the We're whole We're literally this big years. family. There's no reason to not know somebody after you take a class with them because then you, you'll eventually be in another class with them. And so you can just say hi, like, yeah. And you, that might be the only person you know, and it's good to know somebody like right off the bat in a class. And I, I want to touch up on something that Todd said um, when you're like, oh, I, I would have never thought I'd be like friends with this like weird guy, right? I, I think <laughs> I'm pretty weird. I, I, I genuinely think I'm pretty weird. And I, I just want to emphasize, I think it's okay to be weird. Like we're, we're our, like each person is different, right? And I think if you're weird in a way, that's kind of cool because to be weird, you need to be different. And I think that's what you want to be in college. You want to be yourself. You don't want to try to fit into this like shell that's been kind of created and 
um, instilled in society in a way. Yeah. Um, so I think it's okay to be weird. I, I think yeah. that's really cool. And Mo, it yeah, makes someone a bit more interesting. The reason you are where you are is because you're weird. I mean, the Zoom background <laughs> thing was extremely weird, but people start Dang, talking he's to you. Just letting it out right now. <laughs> it was. Like, God, every, everything you do is so no, weird. No, no. But now, God. but now you know a lot of people. Uh, probably more people than anybody in our major, at least. Like you know everybody, and um, and especially like. Same thing. Me, I only like started talking to you because I saw you with the Zoom backgrounds. <laughs> and if it weren't for that, like I probably maybe wouldn't be in your SI group or not SI, uh, GCI group, and we wouldn't be starting this podcast. So honestly, like Mo was Mo did his Zoom background thing, but it ended up like it's a domino effect, domino effect <laughs> all the way down to theory pre med. So isn't that just interesting? Yeah, and <laughs> one thing I do just kind of want to talk about um, is. Just for like you know introverted people out there, I, I'm definitely I would consider myself a hard introvert. I used to not be. I used to be pretty extroverted, but now I'm like a little bit. Not I'm way more reserved than I used to be in terms of just like you know, kind of who I am. But it's like even if you are super introverted, like you can still find friends and make friends even if they're you know really different from you. It's not it's not totally limited. But the thing is that like you don't have to be someone who knows everyone who is friends with everyone like that's it's okay if you're not it's okay yeah, if you only have like two or three friends that you're really close to it's it's honestly just you know whatever you'd like or whatever makes whatever you happy your style is no and and actually in high school like for the first half we're well, coming from middle school and like being bullied and stuff i was i was super introvert and i think the biggest thing that helped me like overcome that like it's not even a bad thing really if you're an introvert you're an introvert but um, I think it's something that kind of like helped me step out of my comfort zone and really just start talking to a lot of people was just kind of go- going into conversations with them or conversations with the mindset of like the worst thing that could happen is I-, I make a fool of myself and then someone might make fun of me for that like quick hour, maybe talk about it for the day. But the next day people have so much stuff going on. They're not going to remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, like even in class, like, if, if I ask, like, a really, really, really dumb question that, like, I should probably know the answer to, um, like, I'm like, okay, like, I, someone's probably going to say something about it in the lecture, but after that, no one's going to remember it. Um, and I, I think that's, like, just, it's, it's hard to uh, approach it that way at first, but the more you kind of start approaching things with that mindset, I think the, the more open you become. Uh, at least that's how it worked with me. Yeah. Um, we- yeah. Yeah. And then just asking questions, I think, is really important because the worst thing that could happen is you get a no. And okay, cool, dude. Like you said, no. Move on to the next thing. At least you're not coming out of like that day with that curiosity of like, could could I have done this? Could I have not done that? You know. But having a fine defined answer, I think, is what's so important because it l- allows you to move on and it allows you to go and accomplish other things. Yeah. So we've really kind of touched on a lot of different aspects about being you know, fitting in in terms of like social groups um, and stuff like that. But I think another thing that I wanted, I really want to talk about is, you know, fitting in sort of more academically or for or like into, you know, school and stuff like that. Because a lot of the people who are, you know, most, I, I feel like I, everyone who's listening to this is probably in school. Um, but anyways. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But I feel like, you know, how to get really kind of, I guess, involved in school is to just really do things that you like and things that you're really passionate about. Um, for me, I th- think one reason why I've been able to kind of get involved and get and fit in in different social groups is because I do things that align with like my academic interests or you know 
my own personal interests. And when I meet people or I do things like go to clubs, take classes um, with people of a similar interest, it's like you already have something in common to talk about that will allow you to, you know, bond more. And I know, especially from Tribeta, there's there's been people who say that they meet their groups from Tribeta and they like have friend groups from Tribeta. And, and so Dr. RG's even heard about that. She yeah. Was, she was telling us about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which shows the yeah, impact yeah. of it. Yeah. Clubs are a very important tool, especially for freshmen just coming in. Uh, we didn't really have that luxury of being in Zoom. I mean, I tried to be in the, uh, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but I tried to be in theater like the theater club, like right off the bat, as soon as I joined Chapman and it just did not pan out. They had like one meeting on discord and, uh, yeah. So zoom was difficult to, to get our clubs together. But I mean, you guys, mm-hmm. uh, just try to, you know, explore different things, different social groups and, and yeah. clubs and stuff. And the thing is that, you know, it's like, you know, like I said, like you do these things with people that, you know, have similar interests, but at the same time, when you're going to things like club meetings or you're going to class every single day, you're forced to be with the exact same people. And when yeah. you're forced to be with the same people for so long, you eventually, you know, you got to start like making friends somehow, right? Like Mo and I were in the same lab, so every single week we had to spend four hours with each other. <laughs> and it's like, what Worst else? Four gonna, hours of my life. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> what else are you gonna do besides be friendly and talk? You know, 100%. and that's how you. That's like it makes it really kind of you know easy to have to make friends but i also want to emphasize um group work so a lot of the time at least i think in our chemistry group right um we always had that one person who was kind of very like closed off would always stay muted and things like that and i mean you have to think about it from their perspective they might be like a little intimidated they might be they might feel scared to like engage in conversations and stuff and i think it's kind of like an obligation of someone who's part of this like social group to really like try to bring in people um, I mean, we try to do that with our group. Um, I try to do that with a lot of different groups I join. Um, and I think that's really important. So if you see someone out there who's, who might be on the side um, trying to, like, you could, I mean, I feel like anyone in a, in a social environment, if they see a lot of people, co- like, conversing, con- conversing uh, they, there's part of them wants to be part of it, right? Um, so if you kind of see that, try, try to include other people and I think that's, like, really important. Um, and it helps you develop that ability to really just go up to someone random and, yeah. and just introduce yourself and introduce them to a bigger group of people. It's Yeah, it's exactly. It's as much of the group's job to incorporate, you know, individuals as exactly. it is for the individual to also go and reach out to the group. And I think that's, like, one big issue in high school is you create a group and uh, you kind of, like, close Stick off. To the group. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not willing to allow someone new in mm-hmm. unless, like... I don't know, they do something crazy and you're like, oh my God, this is so cool, you know? But I think like just if you're one member of a group, if you could bring another person with you, like that group just becomes so much stronger. Yeah. Because it creates that bond, you know, um, that like you wouldn't really find anywhere else. Um, yeah. That's a really good point. I think uh, on the other hand too, in high school, you, you make these groups and uh, where you might not invite people into the group, but also you might not leave the group out of like habit or you don't really want to, you know, extend uh, and uh, meet new people. So I think it's also important to try to find different groups, especially in college when, you know, you can really hang out with anybody you want. You, the first group you hang out with is chances are it's not going to be the one that you hang out with the whole time in, in uh, college. Uh, so I would just say like, Try to mix it up, talk to new people, find your find your people, uh, and then be inclusive at yeah. the same time. 
So do you guys think that there's any differences between, you know, fitting into social groups or getting acclimated to school or, or you know, any social aspect as opposed to, you know, when you get a new job or a new position in that job, getting acclimated to that? Do you think there's any difference at all? Or if so, like, if, if so, like, what is it? Or if not, then I, th- I think in a way there is. Um, and the reason I say that, I think overall there's a lot of overlap. But I think the biggest difference is when, you, when you're going into a working environment, right, like a job, let's say at the hospital, right, um, no matter what you do, there's always going to be judgment. I, I feel like that's kind of hard to avoid. So I feel like when you first enter that position, you need to make sure that everyone understands that you're, you're not there just to, like, check off a box or kind of, like, get, get your paycheck and go, move on. Like, you want to show that you're, you're going to be able to be there for them when they need help and that you're willing to learn and grow in that position. Um, and I mean, you, you see, like, you don't mean it doesn't even need to be paid. It could just be a volunteer job, right? Like being proactive. We've talked about that in the past. Um, I think that's super important because when when a coworker or a group of people in your working environment could see that they could um, trust you, right? And trust is a very hard thing to gain, especially in healthcare. Um, that that's really what it m- matters and that's what's going to help you become part of that family right yeah because a lot of the time these nurses have been working together um for for years right and they have a system down so when there's this new ent- entity in, in on their floor in the department it's hard for them to fit into that that machine that old machine that's been really working for the past couple of years they need to know that you're going to be something that helps them and not hurt them exactly i think uh you're right there there's a time to be silly and there's a time to you know take things seriously and uh, you have to find that balance in in a work situation yes there is definitely going to be a lot more seriousness especially in the field we're in um and finding social you know social groups at uh whatever college you're at um, you know, you can definitely, you know, take some of that, you know, enjoyment and, uh, and weirdness, I would say, uh, to that as well. So that's, I'd say the main difference. And and I feel like even at work, I know, like we obviously said, like Nathan just said is you need to find that balance. And and I think it's important to find that balance because you can't just be at work and just be that person who's like, I'm going to work, 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 work. Like you still need to show your personality. Um, get to know the people that you're going to be working with, um, not only inside of work, but also outside, see what the passions are. Like, for example, like one of the nurses I, I talked to, um, he plays golf on the weekends. I've gone golfing with him a few times. Um, I mean, those, those are just connections that you're going you're to want because you, they might be at the hospital when you try to um, apply for a job, right? And that could literally be the, the person that, who helps you get that job. Um, mm. So I think that's just things to keep in mind. Yeah. So, you know, one thing is that we seem like we have these answers right now, but have there ever been times where we ourselves, you know, have not fit in? And if so, like, you know, what kind of was that like? What was that like? Hmm. <laughs> do, do you guys think, do you guys feel like you guys have always fit in? Definitely not, no. Um, I would say... <laughs> coming into like uh, a lot of different activities right yeah at first i think it's hard to feel like you fit in because you don't you really don't like there's no way you like it's it's super hard to just jump into something and just fit in right away because you need to like figure out how this new thing that you're getting involved in works and just kind of like trying to break that barrier break bread with the, with all the people that are doing this thing with you takes time like for example something that i'm worried about right now is uh, i've signed up for these um community volunteer opportunities 
uh, at this uh, elementary school. Yeah. In, um, it's like through just like our Orange County volunteers. Yeah. So the one thing I'm worried about is when I go to the elementary school, there's going to be kids there, right, who don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. There's going to be teachers there who don't know who I am, but they all know each other, right? And yeah. there's probably going to be volunteers there who have been doing this for the past year, two years, three years. They all know each other, right? So when I first go in, I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to fit in with that group. I mean, obviously, hopefully, too, um, as time progresses and the more I show up and kind of deliver, that I'll probably get to know them a little better, start feeling better fit in. But I think overall, just in general, like it, you're, you're always going to have that stage um, of just not feeling fit in before you fit in. Yeah. yeah can just I, get comfortable with it. Can I ask you, so you did you say like bake bread with them? No, break, break. Break bread. Break bread. You need Is that New a York? thing? Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, you know, I, I didn't <laughs> know. Break bread. That's the uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, I would say I've cool. never... I feel like in high school, I had a lot of situations in a lot of groups where I feel like I didn't fit in. Uh, and so I definitely stuck to um, one or two specific groups in high school. Uh, but in college, you know, there's just so much uh, variety and it's, it's really hard to like not fit in anywhere uh, or in general, really. People are just nice here. I don't, maybe that's just a Chapman <laughs> thing. People uh, are nice. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that part of that comes from just the, the idea of like trying to be personable and trying to meet people as much as you can and, you know, uh, kind of sticking with their vibe. Uh, that sounds weird, but you kind of just got to do that sometimes. Yeah. You know, I, I think one thing um, for me is that I don't think that I really always have fit in. I, I've always done a pretty good job, though, of like having a small group of friends uh, just by the nature of who I am. But there was a period of time in my life when, you know, I definitely kind of lost a little bit of like who I like was. Basically, I didn't really know kind of like I don't really know how to put it in non-cliche terms but basically i just had kind of you know hung out with like the wrong group of people and and then after i was like over it i was just like you know i don't like you know what do i like what kind of people do i want to be friends with again and then i kind of tried there were a bunch of times where i tried to like you know fit in this group try to be this type of person and a lot of times it didn't work and it took a lot of trial and error for me to um you know get down this kind of right path or to get that on this path that I'm on and I feel like has carried me a lot through college and has helped me make friends and things like that. Um, but one thing that Mo mentioned earlier that I want to talk about is the idea of, you know, making sure that you're not forcing yourself into certain groups or making sure that you're not, you know, forcing yourself to be this sort of person. You know, do you guys want to expand on that a little bit more? Definitely. I, I could definitely touch up on that because in high school, I was that person. Uh, I was I was always trying to fit into different groups. and the cool guy. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. And, and <laughs> what they wanted to do was very different than who I was. Like, for example, I'm not the type of person who likes going partying and all those things, but I felt like I needed to because that's what they did. Um, and, for example, like, doing things that probably isn't the smartest thing ever. I was doing all those things because um, they were doing it. Um, and I was never the, the, the straight-A student or anything. But I think that's something that the pandemic has helped me realize. It was, it was really a, a whole year of me just being alone, away from that group, um, that helped me realize my, what I really enjoy and who I am. Um, like, for example, I started surfing, things like that. 
Um, and I really got my goals set straight. Like I knew at the end of college, this is what I wanted to do. This is things I'm going to do to accomplish that goal. And coming into college, I, I knew I, I wanted to surround myself with people that had similar goals, similar like ideas and um, things like that. And I think that's genuinely helped me stay on track. Like, for example, Todd and Nathan, right? We, we have a group chat. We run so many different things um, w- with one another. Like, for example, like today, Todd um, texted me. He was like, hey, you need to look at your schedule one more time because you might be missing <laughs> this. Or, like, just things like that because having that person there who can just, like, give you ideas, um, push you to do different things is really what's going to set you apart from just studying all day long and trying to get that A. But also, you're going to have that person who's motivating you, who's constantly challenging you and pushing you to do different things. And I think that's what's going to be – that's that's a very important thing. And even during my SI sessions, I've emphasized on it. I'm like, hey, guys, like, when you meet people, really make sure that, like, you're not trying to talk to them and things like that because they might seem like the cool person. Because you're going to be w- talking to that friend group for the next four years. You don't want to be someone you're, who you're not because you're not going to have a good time in college. You're really not. Yeah. Um but if you're able to just sit there and have like genuine conversations with the person about things that both of you enjoy, then that's where the fun happens. So are we the cool group yeah. or no? In our eyes. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah Wait a yeah. minute. Hold on. No, but if, if you think about it, like wherever <laughs> we go on campus, whenever we go on campus, like everyone knows us as a trio. Like, yeah, I know. And I think that's Mo, what makes Todd us like so cool. <laughs> yeah, that is really cool. Like uh, Rachel called us the the three musketeers the other day, which I thought was pretty pretty neat. And it's true. We 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 support each <laughs> other in in a lot of different ways. Uh, and it, it helps to have a very tight uh, friend group. Um, like so this. we so we are the cool guys now. Yeah. The three musketeers. <laughs> no, like first first thing about because yeah, right? every single cool group calls themselves the three musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, true. Like the that's first true. the first day of biochem when I like was sitting and I saved you guys seats. Yeah. Before Thank you guys came, um, like people were coming up every time someone would come and be like, "Where's Todd and Nathan? Where's Todd and Nathan? Where's yeah. Todd and Nathan?" Like Aww. everyone knew that we're supposed to be together. That's cool. Uh, and that just shows that like. Uh, this support that we have for each other is not only between us, but it also like shows, right? Mm-hmm. Like p- other people notice it, um, and I think that's like really cool, and it's something that I'm glad that we have. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or we just spend too much time together. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. They, well, and li- and little oh, stuff Nathan. starts. Little, oh, it's surfacing. Nathan thinks we spend too much time together. Yeah, little. Oh yeah, of course, for sure. <laughs> Wendy's this morning, guys. Bruh. This morning or this afternoon. <laughs> See, it's the little things, and like I say something stupid <laughs> like that, and they just catch right away. Like yeah. that's that's how it's become, and it's it's too much. It's too much. So We're ending theory this, pre-med. The soft drink, bro. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ending theory pre-med over a soft over drink. Over a soft drink. <laughs> so I'm just starting to get. Yeah, I wanted my free drink, man. <laughs> <laughs> Quick I interjection. Soft drink. Um, so to break bread. To break bread is to affirm trust, confidence, and comfort with an individual or group of people. Breaking bread has a notation of friendliness and informality derived from the original (laughs) meaning regarding sharing the loaf. I, you know, only Todd, man. (laughs) It's wait, that's him. Oh, you did. Yeah, I sent it only, so, only you and Todd. I'm so confused because it's like it's like saying like that was the definition, and then the loaf is like it's a hyperlink that leads you to like the definition of quote the loaf, <laughs> and the <laughs> definition of the loaf is the rock legend that is meatloaf. <laughs> I'm so like what? <laughs> That's funny. That's a rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> break bread. Yeah, you see, it helps you break bread. 
Look, yeah. we're laughing about it. The bread is broken. Yeah. Okay. And I'm full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was attributed to like dining, so I don't even know. You know what makes you more full? What? A soft drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's gonna be a while so probably a week. Yeah. A week. yeah a week. one thing i think that's worth to cover too is just that idea like i mean this can kind of be like a maybe a, a concluding idea but just the idea of being cool you know i think a lot of times like people are wondering like you know who is the cool guy because generally like the cool people are not you but at the same time it's like Maybe maybe you are that cool guy. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I don't think I was thinking that Mo was the coolest kid on campus when I saw him with the the fish filter in Zoom, <laughs> <laughs> just talking out of the face of a fish. It was just so like just strange, and it was hilarious. At least I thought it was, uh, but I didn't. It didn't spark coolness in my eyes. No offense. Uh, I would say don't worry about you know being meeting cool people just uh have fun the, with it yeah meet the people who you think you know you would get along with and obviously yeah. i took that as like somebody who i would get along with so here we are yeah everyone's cool in their own way you know it's it's not about clout guys it's not about how many no. people you know you know it's just about the people that you like nathan said the people you enjoy being around and i think a lot of it comes with confidence like and I think coming into a new environment, like a lot of us do lack that confidence and just kind of reminding of ourselves who we are and just building that confidence and going into new environments is a really important factor into being that cool person, you yeah. know, um, and just sticking to your values and things like that. Yeah. So and even going academically, if you want to relate it to ac academics, right, when you're first taking a class, be confident in your answers. Um, and if you get it wrong, that's good because you're learning something new. And that sounds cliche, but that's how it really is. Like, I've in office hours in class, like, there's a lot of things that I feel like the, the rest of the class understands, and I don't. Like, today, um, there was a very simple question about ent entropy. But till now, I'm still questioning, like, the answer I got. Um, so I think just not being afraid to, like, ask, ask things um, because it's going to hurt your ego or something like that is, is very important. And just stay confident. Yeah, and you guys know, you guys want to know what I think. What do you think? Yeah. I think that if you're listening to Theory Pre-Med, you're already the cool guy. Ah, way to end it. Coolest cool. kid on campus listening to Theory Pre-Med. So, most pre-med thing to say? What's the most pre-med thing to say? You, you told them last episode that you had something really good. Oh, my. I, I probably forgot it. Yeah, dude. wait. There's wait, no... Why did we just say it then? Yeah, <laughs> I should have said it. he's going to remember this said, week. Oh, no. I Sorry. I was talking about a... St I think I... I know what you're talking about. I was talking about a story that we're going to talk about during our volunteer episode. Uh, so, yeah. But, pre-med thing to say, uh, mm. meet people that, you know, will uh, will help you out on this journey or something like that, I would say. Okay, I'm not sure if I've ever heard a pre-med say that. No, they, they wouldn't say that, but it's something <laughs> they're thinking, maybe. I've, I've actually heard this question a lot lately. It's, when are you taking the MCAT? Yeah, that's a pretty good thing. I, I that is like, that is good. Well, I feel like MCAT, at least <laughs> every every pre med has, will probably say that at least once in their life. No, dude, you know what's crazy? What we're going to be applying to med school in one year. No uh, man, two years. Or no, preparing to apply to med school. Preparing in one year. to apply. Yeah. Well, we're that, always preparing, right? But isn't that right? crazy? Like we're gonna be writing our applications and stuff like that. Yeah. Literally a, a year from now. 
Well, is that nuts? This in the same way, we're only halfway done with college. Like we still have a long way to go, and I, I think there's a there's a lot of opportunity there, and I think. But that whole last year is literally applying to med school. Yeah, because like during. During uh, fall semester, you're you're basically putting everything together. You're making a portfolio, preparing for that application cycle to open up. And spring semester, you're answering all these um, essays and all the secondaries, worrying about interv- interviews and things like that. Like, that's just, I don't know. To me, like, in one year, that's just nuts. I guess well, the there's, your, there's your daily dose of stress. Yeah. <laughs> As if we didn't have enough. <laughs> all right. Nathan, take us out. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening once again. Remember, episodes at Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Make sure to hit that Theory Pre-Med subscribe button on all on of, our, on uh, all of our media. Follow <laughs> yeah. us on um, Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, and our new coming TikTok. Look out for as well. We talked about it a little bit today. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you. Bye. We just hit 610 plays. Let's go. Okay, bye. Bye.